Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name's Chris Badgett, and today I'm joined by a special guest, Patrick Stiles from Vitalytics. You can find Vitalytics at vitalytics.com. And what it is, is it's a video hosting platform uh, that has a serious analytical backend and, uh, you know, really differentiates itself in terms of giving intelligent data around how those videos are performing, among other cool benefits like the, uh, I believe it's called mobile only play and mobile autoplay. And we're going to, and we're going to get into all that stuff, but. Patrick has a really interesting journey, and I really love some of the problems he's solving for marketing and sales, but it's also super relevant for course creators in terms of video content, video lessons, video sales letters, of course, and, and those types of things. But first, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on the show. Absolutely, man. So happy to be here. Yeah, it's good to, it's good to hang out with you. As, um, I interview a lot of different people, but you're another software CEO type like myself. So it's fun to uh, interact with somebody like that. And also with somebody who's even more passionate than I am about video. So <laughs> yeah. But before we go there, though, let's, uh, for the listener out there, can you tell us a little bit about your, your background? Because I have see you've done a lot of different things and it's evolved. And so have I. And I ended up in the software world. I used to run sled dogs in Alaska for a while. I used to carry my video camera everywhere and uh, you know, I never knew it would come all come together in online education. But what's what's been your journey? Yeah, so I remember being like 20 years old and going to my dad and being like, what should I do with my life? And he was like, go work at a company for 40 years, get a gold watch and retire. So obviously, I was pretty much on my own. But from a very young age, I was told I should go into sales. So like when I went to college, I was like, I want to major in sales. And they're like, that's not a degree. And I was like, okay. So I really kind of Fumbled around school, like I dropped out of high school. I tested into college when I should have been a junior in high school, uh, college level all around. And then it took me nine years to get my degree. And during that time, I just tried a lot, a lot, a lot of things. And it was mostly commission only sales jobs. I was always kind of like chasing like the big paycheck and stuff like that. So I had a wild ride there, but I really kind of hit my stride when I got into recruiting. And it was funny because I was always trying to get my friends jobs. And it always was a disaster because all my friends were idiots. And so like, if they did get the job, they would like quit after a week or something like that. But recruiting, contingency recruiting is something where you can make a lot of money. It's not high pressure. It's built on relationships. It's kind of consultive. And I got to see inside people's careers, their progression, and then of course, inside companies and stuff like that. So in 2008, 2009, I got fired twice within a six month period. And in recruiting, you go and work for a company, they take 60% of the revenue and all they give you is a telephone, a desk and a computer maybe you can do some cross deals with somebody else in the office. But that's only if you're in the same area, in the same region, blah, blah, blah. So when I got fired for the second time, I was like, I'm going out on my own. And as I walked out of the building, I was calling my top client. And I was just like, hey, I just left my company. I'm going to be with a new one on Monday. I'll give you a call uh, when I'm there. And I was like, all right, so when am I going to name this company? And that's how I became an entrepreneur for the very first time eight years ago. And like I was terrified when I went out on my, on my own, but then I started closing deals and I got, and, and it was great when I didn't have to give up 60% to the house because these deals were worth at least 20 grand or up. So, you know, after a deal or two, I wasn't really worried about money, but I got very, very bored. And I realized that I wanted to do something that was analytical and creative and gave me the freedom to travel. And 
long story short is I fell into internet marketing and I didn't know anything, but I started a supplement company with a, a co-founder of mine, Elizabeth Thompson. And I spent five grand on inventory and I didn't know how to build websites. I didn't know anything about marketing or about traffic or anything like that. And I really just stuck with it until that business became successful. And it was a lot of failure and a lot of trial and error and stuff like that. But once I finally got that business going, I round, I wound down the uh, recruiting firm and I started traveling around and I did the digital nomad thing for years. I lived in uh, like seven other countries through Europe, Asia, South America. I met my, uh, my wife in Buenos Aires uh, and she, she works with me now. She's on her fourth startup um, of mine working together. So she's kind of like a startup veteran and, you know, she majored in literature and it, you know, it just kind of goes to show that you never know like where your path is going to lead. And during that process, I, I got into video as well because that was a big tool that I was using online to sell. That's awesome. That's quite the journey. And uh, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a windy road, but I'm, I'm sure it was a lot of fun. And it sounds like it takes a lot of uh, just self-reflection and knowing what makes you tick and doesn't make you tick. And yeah. uh, I, I appreciate that journey. I have to ask in terms of like the supplements and Buenos Aires, were you influenced at all by the four hour work week by oh, Tim yeah. Ferriss? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's funny because uh, I read that book and three weeks later, I spent the five G's on <laughs> starting Zen Life, my supplement company, my first one at least. And um, like, you know, I, I read that book and it just hit me at the right time. And what's funny is when it came out in 2007, I used to go to the bookstore and just grab a bunch of books. And I was really into like day trading and financing because I thought that was going to be my path. And I, I saw that book and the headline caught me and I bought it and it sat on my like desk at home for like a month. And then I wanted to buy like a really expensive book, uh, security analysis, like the one that like got Warren Buffett started in, uh, in investing. And, uh, so I, I decided to return the book and then like a year or two later, I actually got the audio of the book and I read it. That's another thing I learned is that I'm much better at audio than I am at sitting down and reading. But, uh, I was kind of pissed that I was like, man, I have this book. I could have got started two years earlier. I'd be so much farther along. But, you know, who's to say that it would have spoken to me at the right time, you know, or I would have been like, oh, that's cute, but I'm not going to try it. Um, but when it, when I heard it, I was, I was recruiting and he was talking about, you know, just being really kind of sucked into these things, being busy, not being able to get away. And, you know, and he talked about traveling, which, you know, was a lifelong dream of mine. So it definitely influenced me, but we looked, we, we came up with 50 ideas and we like, I, we wrote them on like my mirrors. I had all these like, kind of like uh, closets in, in the place I was living at the time with like mirrors on them. And we wrote all the ideas from like ceiling to floor of what we could do. And we came up with like uh, doing yarn for people like in the craft uh, space or doing um, spicy chocolate. And we like, those were our first two ideas and we priced them out and we tried to go into those industries and we just got a bunch of resistance and we we're like, how's this going to work? And then me and my partner, we had been taking these supplements based off of the book, the mood cure, like GABA, yeah. lemon bombs, skull cap, holy basil, those things. And we knew that like they worked for calming you down. Like it was a very immediate effect. And I was like, well, this is a killer product like that we could formulate here. And then we looked and there was competition out there and we thought we could beat them and stuff. So you know, competition can be a very good thing because you don't want like either you're going to be a pioneer and like, you know, pave the way like an Uber, you know, as somebody that's never done something before, or there's a reason there's nobody doing that, you know, and the, and it's a graveyard. So that's, uh, that's how I wound up into supplements. Super cool. Super cool. Yeah. That book had a big influence on me. Um, and, and I think a lot of people just around 2008 or wherever that was early days of the internet. And I was 2010. Uh, so, yeah. Was it was it 2010? Yeah, yeah. I think it came out in 2007. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. And I just I just think about that like I mean as I, I mean I don't think Tim Ferriss at the time realized how big of an impact that would have and it just it really impacted a lot of people in a lot of a lot of interesting ways. Yeah, I've never read a book that actually changed my life in such a dramatic fashion in such a short time frame. And when I was living overseas, it was just like, hey, what are you doing here? And, and like, there were so many like, you know, young guys and gals. Uh, but it'd be like, yeah, I read the four hour work week. And then I got this idea. I started this business. <laughs> here I am, Bangkok, you know, or, or Barcelona or wherever we were. Yeah, same. I, I was, uh, I, I read that book and then I, I actually got into some real estate investing and I was selling some property and I, you know, I, was, I had read about Tim Ferriss selling the puffy pirate shirts on Google AdWords. And I started doing, you know, early with days when it was really cheap and I was getting all kinds of traffic to my, my Craigslist ads for real estate and stuff. But it was, uh, it was, uh, it was just an interesting time and the more, immature days of the online business world and it just keeps evolving which which brings us to the present day of uh video which is so awesome and so cool and i've always been surprised when course creators come to me and they're they're asking for the video recommendations pretty much right now there's like three things that i see people doing predominantly which is vimeo pro wistia or an unlisted youtube video and then I came across you and saw Vitalytics and I was like, oh, that's an interesting angle. And, um, but tell us, like, what is Vitalytics? Like, it's video hosting, but what else does it do? Yeah, so it's video hosting for you to put a, a video on any website that you want, right? So it's like kind of like a Wistia or Vimeo. Um, but beyond that, it's, uh, it gives you bar none the best video analytics anywhere in the world. And it's not just for marketers, although that kind of was the idea when we built it, because I used you know, a lot of videos to sell. But so you can see things like where people are buying or like where people are taking an action, if that's even going to the next like lesson or something like that. You can see where people are skipping, rewinding, and of course, where they're dropping off in the video. And you can bust that out across first time visitors, repeat visitors, devices, browsers, uh, their location. Uh, or their traffic source and some things like that. You can change the dates. You can also click a button and have two video graphs side by side. So that, that was like a really fast uh, like overview of all the analytics. And you can slice it nice and get like hundreds of different combinations just with those because they overlap um, uh, all those different things I just listed. Uh, but then beyond that, we also have autoplay on mobile devices and you have the option to make it full screen. Uh, when, when they tap it or just unmute it when they tap it because it won't uh, autoplay with sound so it doesn't annoy somebody on a mobile device. And then you can also have like a custom thumbnail that they only see when they pause the video. So a thumbnail that they've never seen before only when it's paused. You can have in-video call to actions. Uh, and you can also do, uh, what is it? This is one that we did for, for uh, you and Brad recommended is domain whitelisting and you know really big for course creators that they want to, you know, kind of control where their content's going to be listed and stuff like that. So somebody doesn't hijack it. So, yeah. That's super, super cool. I kind of want to get into some of those features a little bit because we talk a, a lot about the dirty little secret of membership sites and we've pretty much built Lifter LMS around the concept of engagement because uh, traditionally in the online course and membership site world, there's a lot of focus on the conversion and getting the sale and the paywall and locking down the content, which is very important. But what people didn't talk about much is what happens afterwards, which is where people buy a course and maybe get into a lesson or two and then they abandon the product. And that's a big problem. And it's, you know, it's not very sustainable if you're the course creator, the business owner for that to happen. Um, 
for the long term. So part of understanding where people are disengaging is having some analytics and not just going off of assumptions of like, oh, they they weren't a good fit, but maybe your content's too long. Maybe, uh, you know, a certain video is like, you know, if something that's being said in the video is like really causing people to disengage that yeah. you could isolate down to like, you know, a second frame. But uh, so like what, what would be an example? Like what kind of stuff, like what kind of stuff can I see in the analytics? Yeah. Um, you know, you bring up like a really good point that like as a course creator, like your goal is engagement, right? Or to teach them something or to like give them reassurance on their purchase, right? To kind of like <laughs> deliver on the goods that you promised with, like before they signed up. And, um, and of course there's business needs there to like mitigate like refunds and, and to get them to like kind of stay in your universe and to buy other courses and stuff like that. But uh, I mean, there's so much that you can see. I mean, literally you could see where people are dropping off and we see this in like marketing videos where we maybe introduce the product and it's like, all right. And you know, this is how I solved my problem, but you can't work with Dr. Gregory, but now, you know, you can buy this in the form of a supplement. That's just, you know, any ex hypothetical example. So you can see that and people just immediately drop off or there's other things too. We're like, like, and this is something that you can't get anywhere else, but seeing first time visitors and repeat visitors, maybe the drop off are people that had already seen the video and they're like, okay, I just wanted to refresh on this section or the skipping and rewinding. And if you don't have the context of, Hey, is this somebody that's, seen other videos and you could do that with conversion actions and just place a conversion on each video because you want them to hit each one. Um, so you can create different conversion actions inside of Vitalytics. It's a script that you drop into your, uh, somewhere on your website and it just fires, but then you can see, all right, this person watched all 10 videos or all 10 modules. And, uh, but then maybe they came back and they rewatched one or they skipped over part of it or they hit something where it's like, all right, now typically this costs a thousand dollars to, you know, start building this in your home like in a course and they're like, Oh my God, I don't have that. Or I thought this was going to be easier or they get discouraged. They freak out. They have that self doubt, something that like we all battle with. And like, you know, you could see that dropping off in the videos or of course length. I mean, so there's like a lot of different ways that you would be able to kind of see how they're engaging with it. And of course uh, a feature that's coming down the pipe, um, hopefully within the next two or so weeks is going to be uh, a Zapier integration. So you can tag your email contact contacts based on how much of a specific video that they watched. So, you know, you could basically just tag it video one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, And then if they, so if they've only gone up to video five, you know, Hey, video six is waiting for you. There's a ton of awesome secrets there. This is where I explained to you how to do the, you know, the ABC trick that took me six months to figure out on my own, you know, and it's just, it allows you to communicate them, uh, communicate with your audience in a much more personal way and see how they're consuming that content. That's super helpful. I, we talk a lot about, you know, the launch of your course is not the finish line. It's really the starting line. And that could, that could be your marketing funnel, like how you sell the course. So you could be looking at your, if you have a multi-step video sequence sales letter, I mean, that can always be optimized. And to think that the first version, your first shot is one and done is, it's just a, it's an immature way of looking at it. If you haven't done a lot of sales online, I mean, everything can be optimized to the nth degree. And even Sometimes just a little tweak here and there that you can actually pull data on and realize that you need to do can have, you know, exponential impacts on, on, uh, you know, sales, but also on the other side, inside the course itself, you know, you may realize that your lesson videos are just entirely too long and you need yeah. to break them up or you need to break your course up into multiple mini courses and 
uh, just because people, if you're losing 75% of the people, 25% through your lesson, you've got to, it's not really a problem. I mean, imagine teaching in a classroom for an hour oh and, then, and then three quarters of the people are literally gone before you're, uh, you know, done. That would be, that would be a disaster. <laughs> yeah. That's public speaking. And I would be like, whoa, 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 wait, you know, what's going on? Yeah. Should we? It's up to Q&A. I want to teach what you guys want to learn or what's going on here. Absolutely. Yeah, or if, if all your modules are kind of free reign, I know a lot of LMSs kind of go like module by module. And by the way, that always like annoys the hell out of me. But because um, I want to get to the goods. Right. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know actually if that's a good idea or a bad idea. But if they're all open, right, and somebody could go and watch whatever they want, then like you would also be able to say, all right, these are the most popular videos. These are like, so it's like, you know what you promised them when you were selling them, but then they got into your course and that's actually what caught their attention, you know? And, yeah. and maybe it's the easy stuff or it's the stuff that they think is going to like solve their problem. But you know, as the expert that they really need to know these other things that the fundamentals or something like that. So it's like a lot of people talk about like designers maybe when they're starting marketing and they're like, Oh, I need a good designer. It's like, you probably need a good copywriter and, and then a good traffic person, you know, cause those, those are kind of the fundamental elements of getting something to convert. Uh, and there's a lot of ways to skin that cat, but um, it just kind of, you know, kind of goes to show that people don't always know, like they don't know what they don't know and they maybe don't know what they need. So it's kind of like a tough love thing as well. But yeah, the, the analytics are there to show you. And then of course, if you're, and you were saying this earlier, if they're going from course to course to course and um, you know, and then it's like, oh, they got a plus play and there's kind of that resistance on the tech side, you could also have the autoplay features in there. So it automatically starts playing for them. And then they're like, oh, well starting, I'll just get into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Like with Lifter LMS is an auto advanced feature you could turn on so that, you know, when they click the mark complete button, I'm done here. Um, it moves on to the next lesson. They don't have to navigate to it, but if, especially if they're on the phone and yeah. they're, they're done and they move on, if that could just auto play up, I mean, now that's, I mean, that's how everything works now, like YouTube or whatever. It just keeps going infinitely and you stop it when you want to. Yeah. And you know, it reminds me of like the gym. So I have a buddy who's like super fit. He, he's older and he's like, you know, 80% of working out is just showing up at the gym. Yeah. You know, so like I would do that. I'd be like, you know, really, really tired. And I drive to the gym. I walk in and be like, all right, well, I'm here. I'm kind of tired. I'm going to start with some cardio and warm up. And then I'd have a great workout once I got into it and I got pumped. But it's kind of like that with the online courses. It's, it's like, oh, well, the video's starting. I'm already on the next module or I just see it. So and, you know, that could also be something where you try to rig like the beginning of your videos a bit differently, where you almost do it like a VSL, a video sales letter where you kind of, you know, do a lead and you kind of say like, you know, hey, we're going to and like kind of preview what you're going to teach them and kind of tease them a little bit and, and like, you know, and maybe bring them into a story and then lead into the teaching or something like that. But those are all things that you could try to um, play with inside of your courses and then see that data analytics to see, you know, if it moves the needle and is it going to really help you build your audience and like their affinity? Cause, and I know that I've bought tons and tons of courses in all different areas and it's like, I buy them, I have the best of intentions and then I never watch them. And I'm like, Oh, and that's, that's the worst thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, I wasted that money. I don't want to go back to that guy and ask for a refund. Oh, I let myself down. I need to be trying harder, you know? And it's like all the, all this stuff starts like, you know, kind of turning around in the head. But it's like, you know, and so if somebody has those feelings associated with your course, do you think they want to buy the next one? I would think probably not. I mean, you know better than I do, but. I mean, that's the sustainability factor that people don't talk about. It's like, yeah, you might sell a lot of units, but you want to repeat customer. You want them to refer your course to their friends. I mean, that's sustainability. But if they're not 
they're not finishing, you may be good at launching and stuff, but it's not really sustainable and you're just launch dependent. Exactly. That's a great point too. And then they're on that treadmill of, or, or that, you know, hamster wheel, never ending launching, trying to get new people in because people are just piling out of it in droves, you know? But, yeah. Uh, the best marketing is a good product. I mean, it's important to never forget that. <laughs> yeah. a, lot, a lot of people do. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I want to I touch on reporting a little bit. Um, <clears throat> you know, in the WordPress space where we are, um, it's kind of like a build it yourself. It's completely extendable. You own the platform as opposed to renting space on like a Teachable or Udemy type environment marketplace environment it's like it's your website but one of the things that makes wordpress powerful and owning your own website is you know you've got plugins and themes and these different things that you could figure and when it comes to when you own your platform you do not want to get into the video hosting business you want to let smart people like patrick and his team get <laughs> yeah. into the video hosting business but what we end up doing is we end up embedding uh <clears throat> you know, these video, the video into our lesson content with other content or even just the video. The video is the most popular form of lesson content these days. Uh, but what happens in, in Lifter LMS and one of the things that makes a learning management system different from a traditional membership site or online course is there's more structure to it and there's a lot of emphasis on reporting. So you can go into the back end of your Lifter LMS site and look at reports you know and people do need to click a mark complete button they do need to like you know advance to the next quiz question and things like that if they're taking a quiz um, but in terms of the video content there are ways of making it so the mark complete button doesn't show up until the video finishes but you know all things being what they are in terms of in wordpress you you bring all these pieces together to create your platform um, there's not really a unified analytics point. Like if I was using Vitalytics, I would, as a, as a course online course entrepreneur, I would want my Lifter LMS analytics. I would then go to my Vitalytics analytics, which would be awesome. And then I would go to my Google analytics and that's where I would get all the business intelligence and teacher instructor intelligence, like what's working, what's not working. Yeah. But by adding in that layer of analytics at this video level, I think is super powerful and it fills in a big gap in terms of, you know, the teachers that really care about engagement and, uh, you know, continuous improvement. It's a really powerful tool. Well, and especially if you're just getting started out there and you don't necessarily know what people want or, you know, you know, just knowing what they respond to and how they're connecting because video is incredibly powerful and everybody knows that. I mean, Gary Vaynerchuk says, if you're not using it, you're going to lose, you know, yeah. I YouTube, Google, all these, all these big tech giants, Facebook, they're all going heavy, heavy duty video. And it's like, so video is really effective, but the problem with it is that you don't really, it's like, it's kind of a black box. You don't know what's happening inside of it. So that's kind of like why Vitalytics was created. And I mean, like when you're talking about your courses, it reminds me of my friend that's an author and she's, she's an, you know, she's a great writer. She's created movies as well. And it's like, you know, she's like, all you really need is a thousand people in your audience, which may sound like a lot, but as far as conversions, like I've sold tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people, like, you know, supplements over the years. And um, so it can come really fast. But if you, she's saying, if you have just a thousand people raving fans, maybe it's a hundred, but anyways, like in your tribe, that's all you need. And you can keep launching things to them, build a relationship with them, listen to them to what they want. 
But, you know, if you're not connecting with them, then, you know, they're never going to have that opportunity. Even if you have the goods to deliver, they don't know that. And people are in a, you know, info overload, you know, mode most of the time. So they're just looking for an excuse to screen you out. That's how the human brain works with the reptile brain, like back in, you know, close to our brainstem. We're just like, is this a threat? You know, can I mate with it? Can I eat it? (laughs) You know, next, you know, and it's like, so, you know, we're kind of like scavengers just wandering around. And that's where a lot of our like screening process happens with, especially on the internet with banners and pop-ups and, you know, new ads and emails and alerts and noises and all this stuff. I mean, our brains are not, you know, really designed to handle like the internet of what a crazy complex like environment it is. You know, like the only thing that would probably simulate it if we're getting like stampede by like a bunch of animals in the jungle and we're, like, you know, trying to get our kids out of there or something. So, um, so really connecting with somebody, that's the hard thing in 2017 and beyond. So like a lot of people know that it's video, but uh, if you're starting out and you're trying to find your tribe, like you got to know what talks to them. And I know for myself, I've ran a lot of split tests. That's actually how I got into software. I built my own split testing software. Um, saying it's server side and it's cooked up to this Bayesian, uh, statistics engine and stuff like that. So it's really cool if you're a nerd apparently, but, um, you know, we've done tests and it's just like, I'm wrong so much of the time, even as an experienced marketer in a specific niche, it's like, I still get things wrong and I don't know necessarily what people are going to respond to. So I think that's a very, uh, that's a very, you know, mature thing or just comes with time and sales or teaching or whatever is like. You know, or you hear adults say it. I guess I'm an adult now. I'm almost forty, but uh, okay. You know, the older you, <laughs> the older you get, uh, you know, you you know, older people say they realize how much they didn't know. <laughs> so, uh, having an open mind about and challenging your assumptions are really critical when it comes to sales and teaching. For sure. And I mean, we've had this experience in Vitalytics where like I do a webinar with somebody and I'm just like, hey, we got this awesome platform. We're going to do this, and then I threw in all these bonuses on like you know my background like copywriting traffic or like you know some things like that and people sign up and they're like hey i want the bonus we're like hey do you got any videos to put in analytics and they're like no <laughs> i want this bonus like this bonus sounds awesome and it's like okay got it you know but that's like what <laughs> communicated to that person you know so anyway yeah that's that's super good stuff let's i want to go to another feature you were talking about and like sure. let's make it bring it to the course creator boom in video call to action. Yes. Like if I'm in a lesson, I've already bought the course and I'm in lessons three or whatever. Um, what kind of things can I do with an in video call to action? So an in video call to action is like, it's kind of like a banner that sits on top of your video, right? Kind of like a YouTube in stream banner kind of thing that you see sometimes. Um, and you set the time that you want it to show up, the time that you want it to stop showing you write the text that you want to be inside of it and the link that you want. And you can either have it open in a new tab. If it's kind of like, Hey, if you don't remember this from lesson number one, you know, it's right here, you know, or click this button or, or just, or you don't even need to say that in the course. Cause maybe that's hard for you to remember. Or like later you're like, Oh, cause like if you get a lot of support tickets and people are like, Hey, you were talking about the X, Y, Z, where was the X, Y, Z? You go, Oh, what's in lesson two. And then you add a little call to action. It's like, hey, if you, to refresh on, a, on the XYZ, you know, go to lesson two. And then they can click it. It opens in a new tab or something like that. Or it's like, hey, the video's over. Go to the next lesson, you know, or go get started now. Or it's like, hey, I got this bonus. Or I'm doing a, like a webinar this weekend or like whatever it is. I mean, you can sign up for your coaching call now. Click this link. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It is. yeah, and, yeah. It, and it takes them to another page. Wow. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you can do there, like kind of dynamically and stuff. And, um, when you think like, it kind of reminds me of SEO, like you see it a lot on the site, like TechCrunch, 
where they'll be talking and they'll be like, you know, Mark Zucker said, said like, you know, this last year and they have a link to that article and they have all this like complex linking like on their site, you know, to past articles or sometimes outside articles and stuff like that. But to really create something kind of dynamic, uh, you know, you can do that with in video call to actions for your courses. Because when you think about like a classroom, people like it's never linear, you know, and there's always questions, you know, and there's always some guy that's zoned out or like, you know, he asked a bunch of questions that he forgot last week or, or whatever it is, you know, but it's like, you can really kind of like add that personal touch and that more dynamicism uh, into your courses with stuff like that. So that's super cool. And you can put any link you want there. So, yeah. so, so that could be like a download link. You could be giving people like worksheets and all kinds of stuff like from Dropbox or whatever. It's uh, yeah, that's uh, that's really interesting. Some people um, in the online course world or the instructional design world, they use authoring tools to create videos, that, video lessons that have these things on top. But what if you could just do it with Vitalytics and uh, now you don't need to learn another tool. You just upload it to to your video yeah. host and, and layer it on top. And I love what you say, cause I'm a big believer in constantly making things better that if you get a bunch of questions, instead of having to remake the whole video, perhaps a little like, <laughs> you'd be like, okay. And it, it also reminds me of, um, kind of like the blogging world as it matures and blogging and deep linking and all these things. I mean, if I write an article, I'll link to all kinds of stuff and past articles and stuff, but video is just like one thing just moving. But this is like, it's behaving more like the internet or, you know, the hyperlink, if you will. So yeah, that's cool. and it's kind of like, like say you see a big drop off in your video at a certain point, you know? Yeah. You'd be like, before you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Hey, before you go, go to the, or like, Hey, like to skip this lesson, go to the next one or something like that. And it's like, you could also see like, Hey, are these people that converted as in, or, or like, you know, completed an action, right. Of going to the next video. And if they're not, you are like, geez, they're like dropping off here. They need to go to the next video. I know they're not because Vitalytics tells me this. You can just pop in a call to action right there and send them to it. So, and then another thing that we talked about earlier was the custom pause screen. So you have your thumbnail of what's on your video when you show up. Um, and that's like just the plain old thumbnail uh, if you don't have autoplay. But then you click it and it starts playing. And if you kind of know that maybe these people are, or you suspect they're dropping off for a certain reason, you could upload a thumbnail that just says like, you know, like, Hey, don't quit now or go, you know, it, like listen to this in your car with the audio or, you know, whatever it may be, just anything or just like, you know, skip ahead to the next lesson or don't worry. This is like something <laughs> or something like, don't worry. This is as hard as it gets. This is the, the worst part. It only gets better from here, whatever you want there in that video. Or it's just like you made a commitment to yourself. I don't know if it has to be so much motivational, but those are what's coming to me right now. But that's another opportunity that nobody ever utilizes because this, this, that feature doesn't exist in the wild. Some I've seen it on some hardcore VSLs that people hacked it in, but they, they had a developer hand code it. But it's like, it's a lost opportunity. If somebody pauses your video, what are they saying to you? They're saying like, no more, not now. I, or like, I'm bored or I'm overwhelmed, you know, or something like that. So it's like, what message do you want to say to them when they're pausing? I think that is a huge opportunity. That is really neat that you picked up on that and, and uh, built something there. Right, because normally the video pauses and it's like, and it's just like okay and they they pause it and then they're and like it doesn't interrupt their their thought cycle of, of what they're doing and you could add something you know like you know black with red lettering or something that really like it you know grabs their attention or something like that um yeah so in the future we're going to add links to that as well so you could actually say like hey go to the next lesson or you know have a refresh or whatever it may be so 
Awesome. Super cool. Well, if you're out there listening or getting excited about this, head on over to vitalytics.com. We're not done yet. I just wanted to say I'm getting pumped learning about all these things and talking about video for courses in new ways. But uh, if you want to check it out, head on over to vitalytics.com. And we'll talk about that more in just a little bit. But I want to ask you, Pat, Patrick, the um, uh, what are some like when someone has a course, they do have a VSL or a video sales letter, or uh, if they're, they're not in necessarily a quote advanced marketer, they might not have like a, this funnel. They're just going to have like a course description page on their learning management system with a video on it. Mm-hmm. In all your A-B testing and video analytics, yeah. just in general terms, if you could provide general advice to an expert out there, what are some best practices about a sales video? Yeah. So I would say if you're like just starting out, the, like what you probably should be doing is boiling down like the biggest like benefit that your people get from your course, right? Uh, could you give me an example of a course? That, um, like, common, like a space that a lot of people are in? Yeah, we, uh, we had mentioned in the pre, pre-chat something about detox. So like healthy living, like let's say a detox course is an example. Okay, sure. Detox is tricky too. Uh, but it's like, because detox, like it can affect energy levels and it can affect weight loss because uh, your fat body actually stores uh, toxins and fat if they're fat soluble. So like, especially if your body's overwhelmed with uh, toxins and, uh, and you're eating a bunch of crap, it's just going to push those toxins into, uh, into the fat to like deal with later. It's almost like credit card debt. They're like, yeah, I can't do this right now. I'm going to put it off for another day. Right. So then if you start losing that weight, you get a bunch of toxins released into your system. So like, and maybe that's something that people don't know, or it's like, or like you got to go with like how mature the market is too. And, um, I mean, so it could be like, well, a lot of people think detoxes are BS, you know, because maybe they've tried one or it just doesn't make sense. So it's like, you know, you got to come at them with something like, you know, what is the biggest benefit? Is it going to be weight loss? Is it energy levels? Is it going to be feeling better? Is it going to clear up their skin? Is it going to make other things go away? Like maybe rashes or, or aches and pains or like, you know, trouble sleeping, all these different things. But it's like, you got to kind of decide is what type of detox person are you? And what's your story? And what does your detox specifically target? So and maybe it's like, hey, all the other detoxes out there are BS, unless you attack like the three different cycles of your body's natural detox system. Uh, you know, and I learned this the hard, hard way from being, you know, 350 pounds. So, you know, and, and I learned once I was able to turn my detox switch off or my detox switch on, then the pounds on my body melted away, you know, and, um, you know, so like what I'm doing there is kind of calling out what this is, what this isn't, the major benefits, and then introducing like a unique mechanism, right, which is the detox switch. And you need to switch it on so your body can actually power through these detoxes. So this one's a bit complicated. So it's, so it's kind of hard. And, I, and I, you're yeah. doing a lot of teaching while you're selling there. So you're, you're, you're making someone like problem aware or whatever, like or solution aware. You know, there's a whole buyer's journey thing. And, um, and you're, you're teaching them in the actual sale, like, and, and you're weaving in your own personal story, which answers the question of why should I listen to you? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So in the beginning of a video, I like to kind of boil it down to even more simplistic model. I would just say you need to like hit them between the eyes with the biggest benefits. If you have something like if you need to, if it's a mature marketplace and you need to differentiate yourself, you could do that. So something that we used to do was like, um, you know, how to, you know, reduce your, um, anxiety, fear, 
uh, panic and insomnia in as little as 15 minutes without prescription drugs, right? That's a so great it, offer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, that one worked. So it was yeah. a bit easy for me to do. So that's, that's one. But it's like, it's, um, it's giving them the benefits because somebody that has anxiety, they don't really care. You know, like they don't, you don't need to go into it deep. They know what anxiety is. They're suffering. And you can get into that with the story or the benefits and talk about that. But it's just like, hey, this is going to reduce it. It's going to work fast. And you don't have to go on prescription drugs. Or like another one that, that I've done is like how to fall asleep fast, stay asleep all night and wake up refreshed and energized with no sleeping pill hangover, um, you know, and something like that. So it's kind of saying like, hey, you're going to fall asleep fast. And those are kind of the major, major symptoms of insomnia. Those ones I hit, falling asleep fast, staying asleep and waking up refreshed with no sleeping pill hangover. And that sleeping pill hangover is important because if something knocks you, is, normally if something is strong enough to knock you out, it's strong enough to make you feel like crap in the morning. So people want that happy medium. But uh, for the course creator out there, I would just, I would list the biggest benefits and I would maybe, if you need to do any maneuvering as far as like the mature marketplace or what you're selling against, whether it's prescription drugs or um, insomnia or sleeping pill hangovers and stuff like that, then you do it. And then you go into the story because every, I mean, and you should have a story, right? Especially if you're an expert and you're selling courses, like you should be like, Hey, I didn't know how to be an, Ala uh, an Alaskan dog sled, you know, champion until I dropped out of high school back in 2003 and, you know, or something like that. And people were like, what, you know, and I, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but then, but then you bring them into that story, you know, and in that story, you know, there's the hero's journey and it's just like, you know, like the, the call to adventure, you know, and then like the, the, the moment of decision, you know, of either I could become an Alaskan dog sled champion or I could go back to high school and, you know, be a year behind or whatever it may be. So, uh, and people, people resonate with that. And then also you're providing them a shortcut, you know? And it's like, so like the expert market is really interesting because it's like you're, you're teaching people how to learn something and people do not want to learn. That's actually something that like everybody should write down. If you are selling a course and like you're selling information, the information is not the product. The, the end results is the product. And so you're teaching a language course. They don't want to like study Spanish, right? It's not that you have 17 modules or like this is endorsed by a Princeton professor, you know, it's that they're going to be able to talk to their mother-in-law, right? Or they're going to be able to travel to foreign countries and speak like a native, you know, or be able to find like the local spots and not have to like be stuck in the tourist traps or get like ripped off with high prices and, and things like that, you know, or it's like that they're going to finally be able to speak a second language, even though that they have failed before and they feel bad about that. And like, you know, and they had all that self doubt and like, it was kind of like a dream that they had to nix or something like that. So people are, are really kind of driven like in, 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 intrinsically for those types of things. So <clears throat> that's like what you would be selling, you know? And then of course your story should be that, you know, I flew to Buenos Aires. I didn't know any Spanish and I was forced to learn because I got, because my hotel was booked and I slept on the streets and I made a friend named Padro. <clears throat> Is that a word? No, P Pedro, you know, or something like that. But that's a story that brings them into it. <clears throat> and I'm not advocating like making up stories or lies or, or like, you know, selling something that's not, but it's like, you need to sell the sizzle of your course. And uh, John Carlton has a saying, it's uh sell them what they want and give them what they need, right? So what do they want? They want to speak Spanish in 30 days or less. They want to speak Spanish fluently without an accent, you know? And then they want the benefits that go along with Spanish, you know, whether it's travel or family or relationships, those types of things. It's definitely like a relationship kind of category as far as like health, wealth, and relationships. So the big three categories that, that really are kind of humans are primed to, to go into. Um, 
And then what do you sell? And then what do you give them? You give them a course that teaches them Spanish, you know? And then, and then that's a really good example for the course thing. Cause I've tried to learn foreign languages. I don't speak any, I know a few hundred words in Spanish. I spent 15 months in Latin countries. My wife is Venezuelan, you know? So I'm like, I'm a, like an abject failure in the area of languages. That's like, so then when you get into the course and it's just like, Hey, you got to teach them a little bit, you know? And like, and how are they going to learn like through a course and make sure that their pronunciation is, is easy and stuff. So <clears throat> yeah, I hope, I hope this is valuable and I'm not going off on too much of a tangent as far as selling and videos. It's a lot. I mean, it's a big question. I mean, video yeah. sales letters is a big yeah. question. So I appreciate what you're saying and I'm um, really focusing on the results and the storytelling and uh, you know, the yeah. I love that quote, uh, sell them what they want, give them what they need. For example, in the detox space, yeah. people don't necessarily want to do all the stuff that's like required to, you know, the diet changes and the lifestyle changes or whatever, but you gotta, you, you know, you still have to sell them what they need or what they want, which is the, you know, the better life or the anxiety yeah. or the sleeping better and all that. So, yeah. And, and like, like, <laughs> It goes like a good thing to keep in mind is that people want it, you know, fast, easy, cheap, uh, simple, you know, they don't, they don't, they don't want to struggle for their Spanish lessons. You know, they want to like, like people out there, like if you're selling a language course, I'll tell you right now, the ideal situation is that it would be the matrix and somebody just zaps the information into their brain and they're like, I speak Spanish. You know, yeah. that's like what people are going for. So you got to make it seem that easy or that fun or that like, you know, smooth and stuff. And that's actually where like an engaging lesson comes into play. And that could be like a really interesting thing, like as far as a mechanism inside of a language course where it's like, you know, I failed for years and years and years trying to learn Spanish. And I did one-on-one -on -one lessons. I did Spanish in high school. My brother's fluent. My wife's fluent, you know, and I did the online courses. I did Skype lessons and nothing worked until I realized that I was too amped up and I was in my English brain instead of my natural Spanish brain. And I had to break down into that level with uh, like meditation and, you know, micro uh, hyper learning or something like that to, to quickly learn it. And once I realized that I had to slow down and take little chunks, I was able to do it in 30 days. You know, that would be like a pretty good like lesson. So after all that talking, we got to uh, something halfway deep. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. There's actually a lot of language learning uh, people in the literal LMS community. And you, you had a insight that went off for me, which is like, yeah. I always wondered why I could only roll my R's. I've lived some time yeah. in Latin America when I've been drinking and I think it, it must have to do with Spanish brain. If I, I think it's what you said, I'm too amped up. I'm trying too hard, but if I'm just relaxed and yeah. all of a sudden my, I have like a, the Spanish brain comes on and I'm, I'm just not overthinking it. Yeah. So it's uh, this is cool. That's, good. That's yeah. really good. When you think about it, you don't think like about English, right? Yeah. It just comes out. It's almost yeah. like the operating system of your mind. If like, if that's your native language. So yeah, that's a really good example with rolling the R's. I love it. And another, like, and it's kind of similar to the golf swing. You know, people are like, you know, like you can try to give somebody, like somebody that's failing in golf, you know, you can try to give them one or two pointers, but then beyond that, you're just going to overwhelm them. They're going to think too much. They're going to be like, all right, now I need to like, I'm not a great golfer, but it's like, I need to cock this back. I need to keep my arm straight. I need to like, you know, twist my wrist. I need to follow through, you know, and they're like thinking too much and it needs to be natural. You know, my best golf hits were always when I relaxed and I just kind of was like, I just kind of let my body like intuitively do what I was trying to like really overthink and stuff. So yeah, those are some of the things. And again, it's not the golf lessons. It's hitting that hole in one or, you know, destroying your buddies on the golf course, you know, or winning bets, you know, or yeah. 
face, the, the look on their face when, when you like, you know, come in under par, whatever it may be. So, so I, I got something else for you. you. You want something else on creating videos? Sure. Okay. So this is really cool. My buddy, Andrew Contreras taught this to me. Andrew's one of the, he's probably a top 100 copywriters in the world. He's created offers that sold $125,000 a day. Um, so really, really, really good guy. And, um, so one of the things he'll do is list all the objections, right? And I, I think he learned this from Agora. I'm not sure. So maybe need to give them credit, but like list all the objections and then you order them in like the order that they will feel them when they come to your page. And it's like, where am I? What is this? Who are you? Why should I listen to you? What is this about? You know? So those are kind of the first ones that happen all instantly. So it's like, Hey, I'm Patrick Siles. I'm a Spanish expert, you know, and like you dive into it, you know? And it's like, and in the next 15 minutes, I'm going to teach you more Spanish than you've learned in the last 15 years or something like that, like big promise. But then it's like, it's going to be like, well, I failed at Spanish before, you know, or I took Spanish in, in, uh, in high school or, you know what, I'm well into adulthood and I don't have that childlike brain to absorb information, you know? So those are the objections that they're going to be feeling as they go through this. How much does this cost? Is this a lot of work? I don't have time for this. I don't want to learn online or I want to interact with somebody one-on-one -on -one, or how am I going to know if my pronunciation is right? You know, like how can I learn in an isolated bubble? So these are like the things that they're going to be going through as like you kind of like bring them through the, you know, like through your story and introducing them to your course and selling the sizzle and then like making an offer, you know, maybe doing a price drop, doing a guarantee, doing testimonials, re removing risk, you know, asking for the order and taking the close. And it's just like all those things. It's like, well, you know what? My wife's going to be pissed or, you know what? I don't, or I don't have $500 or whatever the course costs. It's like, Hey, well, we have payment plans, you know? Or it's like, hey, we have a 90-day refund period. Or we have a guarantee. Span fluent in Spanish in 90 days or all your money back. You know, or something like that. So guarantees sell like crazy. Um, or that social proof. It's like, well, how do I know this works? Or who else have done this? You know, has somebody done this that's in their 60s? So, so those are kind of some of the things. that, And that can really kind of help mostly with like the outline of where you're going. You know, because sometimes I would like write a script for, for a video and I would just get off on these tangents, as you can probably tell from like the way I talk, you know, <laughs> like I'm prone to that. But it's like, you know, you write and then it's like, and then I just have all this writing, right? And it's like, how do all these pieces fit together and stuff? And it's just like, it's like I try to build a house without a blueprint, you know? But if you tighten it up and it's just like, hey, this is where we're going, so. I love that. Working backwards from the objections and most, most course creators or experts or whoever, service providers, they know what those objections are because they've heard them. Many times. So they like, it can be, if somebody's like, what are the benefits? Like that, that almost sounds harder than like, well, what do people who say who are concerned about buying your product? I'd be like, Oh, well it's this, 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 this. Yeah. 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 Well, what could they really want? You yeah. Know? Well, they want to speak Spanish. No, 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 no. Why? Well, cause they have a mother-in-law that they can't communicate with, you know, or their grandmother, you know, like a personal story, an emotional story. They can't communicate with their grandmother. She's old. She's, you know, she's not going to be around much longer. And they really want to get those stories from like, you know, her childhood and stuff so that they can pass them on into their own family. That's something much more powerful than like, you're going to know 300 or 3,017 words in the next 90 days. You're going to learn the vocab of this. You're going to be able to roll your ass. Nobody cares about that. You know, when you think about it, unless it's like, I want to be so fluent that people think I'm native or something like that right. into a different kind of like, you know, motivation. So. Yeah, that's super cool. Well, Patrick Styles, ladies and gentlemen, Vitalytics. That's V I V I D A L Y T I C S dot com. And it's actually pretty easy to spell. Like, I, it, it sounds like it, or it spells like it sounds. But before yeah. before we go, um, 
I wanted to hear from you. I'm super stoked in, in talking to you and especially as another software entrepreneur. I'm a course creator. I built, I scratched my own itch and it's how I ended up in this place where I am. Um, I, I wasn't just trying to like, Oh, I'm going to create the create a, a software product. Like I'm, I'm, I eat my own dog food basically. And, and hearing your story and doing your video sales letters and being an entrepreneur across multiple industries and needing data on your videos that drove the inspiration for this product. I think that means a lot. It means you're really in touch with the core problems that, your, your products uh, works on and solves. So if somebody wants to, you know, get started with it, like, what do you recommend? How, do, how does it work? Oh, well, so there's a free plan, right? So it's totally free to use. Um, the free plan comes with 500 plays a month, which can be a whole lot, right? If you're a course creator, you know, and, and, and plays. So a lot of other people charge a bandwidth. And I always find that super confusing. Like even if I knew how long my video was and the average engagement, you know, it's like I got to build a spreadsheet and then it's going to be inaccurate. But you probably know from your Google Analytics or your Lifter LMS like analytics that, um, you know, like how many people are going to come through and watch this stuff. So 500 plays right now is free with Bitalytics. It just has a logo on it. And if you want to, rem- so our logo, and if you want to remove that logo, it's just 10 bucks a month. And that's a great way. I, I really commend you on that. Just giving people a free entry point to try it out, test it out. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And then, um, and then if you go over those 500 plays, you can just buy some more and stuff like that. So it's not like you got to upgrade to like a, you know, hundred dollar plan or anything like that. If you have 501, uh, plays in the month. So I wanted it to kind of be like transparent and, uh, easy to understand and stuff like that. So that's definitely it. Um, and we're actually thinking about jumping into the expert space with like a YouTube channel and a Facebook group and stuff like that. So, um, I'm curious what you would think of us doing that, Chris since you're like kind of on the other side of like this industry in terms of teaching people how to sell with video or yeah. is that yeah. yeah, and all the different like kind of bells and whistles of like videolytics and how you can trick it out to, to make more dough. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan of, um, software with a service with community. So, uh, like if you can add that layer of, you know, you have this, you know, uh, you're talking about like building a community of people who are getting really into video analytics and, and, or just, uh, I mean, like or just to the extent that it, it makes money and then they're like, Hey, great. The video's done. Let me go work on my passions or some, you know, some, another area of my business or, or until I need another video or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the, you know, the expert space and, and people need help. Like as the world gets so noisy that, yeah. you know, whatever your angle is to like help, um, especially with all your varied experience and, and different uh, entrepreneurial journeys and everything like that. It's, uh, it, I think it's a great idea. And that's building community is um, a huge part of what we focus on. We really listen to our community. We, our f- core product is also free at Lifter LMS. So we have a ton of free users. We talk to them, we engage with them. We've got the Facebook group. Um, the number one thing that people look at before they buy our, our software or download the free plugin or, or buy one of our add-on bundles is our free demo course where we're actually teaching them about like, okay, this is how this works. This is how you use this. This is, these are all the different parts. So it's kind of meta, like a course about building courses or whatever, but, <laughs> yeah. uh, but so it's software with community and courses. It's a, uh, it's a neat mix. So, so, um, I hope, I hope you don't mind me diving into this. But no, I, go ahead. I, I wish I kind of planned to do it so it was a bit smoother, but <laughs> it is something that's been on my mind. So 
um, I was going to do like a YouTube channel as, and like YouTube is good for like social media or like, you know, like kind of as like a search engine, right. To go out and put content on. But that's like a different tool than like, say when you need to sell on your website or you need something inside of a course or something like that. So do you think YouTube's a good place or do you find better results with like a Facebook group? Um, well, Facebook for community, YouTube for SEO value. This is actually one of my, uh, one of my favorite topics. Um, as a vi- as a video marketer person, yeah. uh, I- I've been like a YouTube power user for a long time. Not just in selling Lyft LMS, but in real estate and some other things. But for us, I think we have about almost 400 videos on our YouTube channel. They don't necessarily get a lot of views. Some of them do, some of them don't. But I know the people that watch a video about like quiz engagement in a WordPress learning management system. If there's like 200 of them. I know those are 200 people that care about exactly what we offer and it just creates an incredible long tail. Like when I do surveys of people, they're like, I'm like, how'd you first hear about us? It's either YouTube or podcast. So, and you're going to be in both places with this video, (laughs) but, um, this podcast or podcast that you go on like other both. I do both. Uh, I do a lot of guests. People invite me to talk about courses and other things um on their podcast but uh this is somewhere around episode 160 on ours wow but i do uh for me i just find personally that podcasts and youtube videos are much easier than blogging but i do that too so i I, i'm a fundamentals guy so i always try to do like the best practices but for me video is kind of my thing and I, i really enjoy the the um community piece too so, yeah. And I've, I've been experimenting a lot lately, actually, with um, the live, like Facebook Live, YouTube Live. This is live, right? This, this one's not live, um, but um, <laughs> it, it, is, uh, it does, like, you know, increase the engagement even more. At least you're, all you're doing really is, I think, it, it is nice, like, when the audience is there and they actually change the course of the conversation. It's just like having analytics because you're you're actually adapting to what they're saying in real time, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's a big part of the future as well. Yeah, that's super cool. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for coming on. Um, for those of you listening to this, um, Patrick and I are going to do a webinar, uh, at which even if you miss it, uh, we always have the replays on the bottom of our site. There's a webinars link. But uh, I really want to get into Vitalytics more and see what it does. I think it holds a lot of potential for course creators, especially those of you out there who are in that Kaizen or continuous improvement mindset. Um, it's kind of like a critical missing piece. So I'm really glad our, our paths have crossed. But go ahead and head on over to vitalytics.com and see what Patrick and his team are up to. And thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's been great. Thank you.